Hi friends, welcome to season one, episode three of the Story at the Center podcast. My name's Abby. And I'm Jason. And today we have two wonderful ladies, Miss Brandy and Miss Monica, on today um, to talk about their friendship and their stories. And it's so amazing. Um, but before we get on to that today, um, I just want to encourage you guys, um, subscribe and share the podcast and leave a review. Get the word out there. Um, we are um, always putting out new stuff and having some amazing guests on and it's awesome. So definitely want to put that and push it out. Yeah, we really want these stories. Um, God, God has written these stories in people and we want people to be encouraged by them, right? There's an opportunity for someone to, whose heart... Who, for someone's heart to be encouraged be, because someone else was willing to share their God story. Yeah. And so, um, today's episode, it, you're going to need, you're, you're going to belly laugh and you're going to need tissue. For sure. <laughs> yes. These ladies are hilarious and yet they've walked through some really difficult times in their lives together and God's brought them through by joining them together in community. And so we can't wait for you to hear that um, in just a minute. Well, I think there's a difference too in we pour each other, we pour ourselves out for each other, Mm -hmm. but when you pour yourselves out together for somebody else, Mm -hmm. there's a difference there. All right, today we welcome Brandy and Monica. And um, I know them because um, I work on, we work on the same staff at Austin Christian Fellowship. And just just straight up telling you it is always a fun time around these two so um brandy and monica thanks for joining us today um if you would um just each of you sort of share a little bit of your background um uh, where maybe where you grew up and how you guys know each other so um i'm brandy and i grew up in tyler texas and that's east texas and um I grew up there and moved to Austin in 93 and and started working and doing different things here. And then I started going to Austin Christian Fellowship in 1994, five-ish, and um, then came on staff in 99. But during that process is when I met Monica. So um, I am a mom of two boys, and one's 20 and one's 15. And um, so that's a little bit about who I am. I grew up in the church. Church has been a huge part of my life and, um, my a strong foundation there, but had a lot of things hit me later on in life that I didn't realize how much of how much I needed that foundation and community in my life until things started happening. So mm-hmm. that's it. Um, I'm Monica. I grew up in Longview, Texas, which I will call the twin city to Tyler. It's about 45 minutes away. Also, clearly East Texas. Um, I moved to Austin in 1996 when my high school sweetheart and I got married and he got a job here um, and started going to Austin Christian Fellowship almost immediately. Um, And that's how I met Brandy. And I'll tell that story in a little bit, but that's how I met her. Um, And about four years later, I had our first daughter. A couple of years later, I had a second daughter. So I'm a mom to two girls, 20 and 18. And um, 
I've been on staff at ACF for 13 years, but I've clearly been a member at ACF for, oh my gosh, 20 plus. Yeah, we're the 20 plusers. That's how old I am. <laughs> right? Fantastic. Thanks for reminding me. And um, like I said, I'm married to my high school sweetheart. We have been dating since I was 15 <laughs> and uh, then so married. So dated eight years and got married. And um, I did not necessarily grow up in the church with a, a huge foundation. I had that in my home a little in my grandparents, some, but not necessarily every weekend at church. Mm. Um, and I didn't really realize I needed this community in my life. Mm -hmm. um, but what I found when I found Brandy in our small group, that's pretty much what it was, um, was that there were things in our life that happened and mm -hmm. um, that man, that community is hugely important. Yeah. So that's a little bit about me. Yeah, I think it's it's important because you know, when you connect with someone and you have that connection and Monica and I definitely had that connection because we had so much in common. When yeah, we, immediately, when, immediately. And, you know, and then we ended up getting pregnant close together and different yeah. things like that and experiencing life. And, and the connection is important just to know that you have someone that has your yeah. back that can speak into you that is there no matter what. So yeah. that's what Monica and I have experienced over the years, good, bad, ugly, all of the things. So great yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, so here's maybe a, <laughs> here's maybe a uh, a zinger right off the bat. You guys are you guys are sitting together, and we're sitting together, but we're not in the same place. So you guys can't punch me for asking this question. <laughs> but true. So talk about talk about your first impressions of one another. Oh goodness! Oh, wow. Okay, so I'll tell. Yeah, you go. Okay, first. so. When David and I um, started going to ACF, he said, we are going to, we're going to join a small group. And I said, absolutely not. I'm not ever letting someone know all of my business. You can forget it. Like I grew up in East Texas where people would be like, oh, bless your heart. You're so sweet. I know everything about you, but I'm going to go behind the store, shut it, and then do all of the things I don't want you to know behind the store. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't accustomed to people knowing all of my dark business, mm -hmm. like really in my life. And so I said, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. And he, the stinker, signed us up to be in this 242 group. That's what our small groups were called after Acts 242, modeled after Acts 242. And so I did not know it, but when I got home, that one afternoon from work, mm -hmm. there was a message on my, now people, if you're young, you don't know what this is, but this was like a tape recorder that got a voicemail message on it. And so I came in and I hit play yeah. mm -hmm. and on our voicemail recording was Brandy's voice <laughs> inviting David and I to come to a small group that she was one of the leaders of. Yeah. And it said, I'm going to do my Brandy voice. It said, <laughs> hi, Monica, this is Brandy Barr. And we would love for you to come to our small group that we made on such and such day. And we always have like a meal I love to cook. And, and we're going to have, and you don't need to do anything, but just come and 
bring yourself and just have get, be ready to have a good time. <laughs> and I turned to David and I said, okay, fine. Sounds like somebody I know. Brandy appealed to her sounds East Texas. normal to me. <laughs> I'll great. go. And it ended up being a group. Yeah, it was a group. With... Well, lots of people. Oh, it? my gosh. And a couple of other people from East Texas. Yes. Yep. So I actually, God had orchestrated beforehand, which he kind of does this kind of trick on you sometimes. <laughs> and, well, it was a trick because I didn't want to go. And he orchestrated a place where I felt at home. And yeah. Brandy was kind of like the mother of that group mm-hmm. who even at like, oh, my gosh, how old are we? Like 25, 26, 26. 20, 26. And she was kind of like the mother that just made me feel at home. And immediately we went in and they weren't these really like churchy people Mm -hmm. that were judgy and made you feel weird. And which is what I was expecting. And so that was my impression. Mm -hmm. My impression was, oh, these people are just like normal people that I can hang out with. So when we left, I thought, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. So That's I remember good. getting a phone call back from her going, yes, I'm in type thing. And where are you from? And I was so excited because then I was yes, like, oh my honey. gosh, there's someone from my, you know, close to my hometown. Twin Cities. Twin Cities. <laughs> and so like that was our first connection. And then once I saw Monica and she came in and everything, it was like, we just, we just hit it off because yeah. we had so much in common. So I just did. It was so fun. So, But when like, you see us together, when you hear us together, you can listen to our voices and tell. One of us is more sassy and one of us is more sweet. <laughs> Brandy is the sweetie Texas and Monica is the more sassy Texas. And so we make this great combo yeah. and duo, which we kind of just hit off and made is that, yeah. is that personality or is that geographic location? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because if I had to pick, I would say I would say Longview is having my East own East Texas. Oh, experience yes. um yes. you know i would say that Longview is probably the more sassy of the two true that's true but it also is personality yeah so it is i'm a little more sassy just in general but maybe it's because i grew up in long yeah could be influenced question for jesus it's <laughs> <laughs> good yeah. so so we we have people come in and out of our lives all the time right we you meet people and some people stick and some people don't. Why do you guys think that it it stuck? Mm-hmm. Well, well, that's a good question. Ugh. I mean, I have. I mean, it, I think that for me personally, it's it to me. There's just God gives you these special connections with people, and I believe that that's. I mean, it's totally of God and from God. And for all the years and everything that we've been through, and Monica's been right by my side through every single thing, yeah. basically. And um, and, most and so I, I believe it's from God, to be mm-hmm. honest. And um, he's just orchestrated it all and has put her in my life for a very special reason and for purposes and, you know, all of, all of those things. And so um, that's my take on it. I mean, I think it's it's from God. It's those relationships, you know, you, you call, like, we'll talk about garden friends and different things like that. I mean, definitely Monica has been my garden friend for 20 years. Yeah. I mean, you know, plus. And so it's, it's yeah, that's, that's what I think. I would agree with that. I think that, that God kind of, like I said, from the 
a minute ago, he kind of orchestrated Mm -hmm. this little trick on me Mm -hmm. to get me to this place for me to meet Brandy. Mm -hmm. And then it just is a, he just orchestrated our personalities, our balance, and just put us together so that we could lean on each other when he knew. He already knew all the things that were going to happen yeah, in our exactly, lives. Exactly. And he knew that we were mm-hmm. going to kind of need each other. Both of us time. had have had incredibly hard stuff yeah. Yeah. that we've just been that person for. Yeah. And I think that, you know, another thing is that, you know, you just, I mean, it's not always easy either. Monica and I have to work on our relationship. It just doesn't happen. Sometimes we have to be very purposeful and intentional to Mm -hmm. get time with each other, to make that time very good and just sometimes fun or whatever. But, um, sometimes we have to fight for it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's one thing that we've made a commitment to is to fight for our, our relationship through this too, you know? So, because the enemy can get in and try to do all kinds of stuff, but we continue to fight and be open and real and she pushes me in hard places and, you know, that I don't even want to go to, but I have to sometimes, yeah. and, which also that just grows me to be a better person, you know, and draws me closer to Christ. For sure. And that's what we want our relationships to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you guys mentioned, um, you talked about garden friends. Can you guys define what garden friends are? Yeah, for those who are listening that might not be ACFers. <laughs> yeah, true. To me, a garden friend. This is where the personality comes in, people. <laughs> to me, a garden friend is going to be different than Brandy's answer. I can almost mm-hmm. guarantee it. But a garden friend is the one who is standing by your side, ready to help you fight your battle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the person who's there in your darkest moment, in your hardest moment, in, mm-hmm. oh, great. in oh. the hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's ready to put forth whatever it is mm-hmm. that you need. Yeah. If it's prayer, if it's a literal body in the way. Yeah. A little body um, in the way. If it's showing up to your son's football game mm-hmm. when you're in the hospital and there's no one else to be there. If it's showing up to your parents' funeral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's if yeah. it's literally knocking down the door and crawling in the bed with you. Yeah. That's your garden friend. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm gonna cry. This is the pendulum swing. This is the pendulum swing of this episode. Get ready to belly laugh and grab your tissues. Right there, you go. Um, Will talks about Pastor Will from Austin Christian Fellowship. For those of you who don't he know, loves it when we call him that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pastor Will um, talks about garden friends, and it's it's a it's taken from the story of Jesus and the disciples in the garden right before Jesus was arrested. Right. And so, um, you know, who are you going to be in the garden? If you're going to, if you're going to be in the garden, who are you going to be in the garden with? Um, you guys both mentioned some things that, um, you know, examples of what could happen in the, you know, like you would need that garden friend for how is your talk about times when your friendship has been tested and needed in the midst of garden, opportunities in your lives that that stands out for sure is that um i lost my mom when uh, so when brandy and i were pregnant with our first kids my mom was suffering um really badly with Mm -hmm. um, bipolar disorder Mm -hmm. and she lost um the battle for that disease i'll just say that Mm -hmm. nicely um when my first child was three months old Mm -hmm. and it was horrific and hard and Mm -hmm. um 
just the whole process and the whole year going up to that was just really, really bad and um, dark and deep and horrible, Um, which happened to be the time that Brandy and I were pregnant. Um, So it was very emotional and Mm -hmm. just rough. And I mean, probably every day I had a phone call with Brandy about the turn of events that happened the day before or the night before or what was happening, what was going on with that. And um, that's rough on the person that's dealing with it and the person that's receiving the phone call. Like it was hard on me, but it was hard on Brandy. Mm -hmm. And she walked with me every Mm -hmm. step of that. Um, And, and just through the thick of all of that, every single moment of that Mm -hmm. she probably felt every emotion that I felt, but she knew my mom also. And, um, it wasn't easy on her, but she um, helped me shoulder the burden of that um, and mm-hmm. just walk with me yeah. in it. And that was really dark. It was really dark. Mm-hmm. It was really hard. Yeah, it was. I mean, there was midnight calls. Sometimes mm-hmm. 2 a.m. calls. Mm-hmm. 4 a.m. calls. Yeah. And, you know, and and I picked it up and I answered and yeah. it's what, what I did, you know, yeah. because because I loved her and I wanted to be there for her. Yeah. And that's what God had called me to do, mm-hmm. you know? And I didn't want her to walk that alone, you know, at yeah. all. I mean, you know, David was there and stuff, but it's sure. just different, you mm-hmm. know? And sure. um, of talking this and then this way, you know? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. And I think for me, though, one of the hardest things is um, I am divorced and um Monica walked with me through a hard time. I was living in Arkansas at the time. So I've been in times where we didn't live in the same city, Mm. but we still, you know, remained very close friends and talked a lot and everything. And there was a time where I needed to move back to Austin and Monica walked every step with me through that. She found a house for me. I didn't even see the house before I moved here. (laughs) She built and built for me. She did everything she needed to do, put a down payment on for me, all of those things. To where when I showed up with my kids, it was ready to go yeah. and um, got moved in and all that. And that's just one one little story, you know, but it was huge. That was a huge time in my life, a huge pivot in my life. And so, you know, she was there. And I mean, it was the phone calls and all of the things yeah. every day. So and making things happen on a side that I couldn't or even had the energy or capacity to make happen so, mm. at the time. Mm. So she, she bridged those gaps for me. That's so good. So you guys have obviously been friends for a while, a long time. And, um, longer than you've been alive. (laughs) I was just thinking that. Longer than I've been alive. (laughs) And, um, I had a comment and an additional question, but, um, my comment is it's so cool to see the, like, physical, walking out and like representation of I'm here all the time I'm here for you whenever you need it if it's in the middle of the night whatever like I don't think I've ever heard everyone says that but I've never heard or like talked to anyone who physically has had that happen and needed that and like had their friend pick up the phone at 2 a.m midnight whatever time of the day it was and that's so cool. And it just touches my heart and I love it. Oh my gosh. Um, my, um, so you guys have been friends for a while. So, um, kind of talk about, I guess, 
now you've served each other and one another. What are some, what is, I guess, let's just talk about like your favorite memory of like serving others together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a pretty easy one. Yeah. Nicaragua. Yeah, talk about that. Talk about that experience. Wow. There's so many experiences in, wow. in Nicaragua, but yeah. What does it do? What it... Just, tra- just traveling together. And then when Monica hits the ground in Nicaragua, it's like she lights up. Okay. <laughs> so for me, it's just so fun to watch her serve mm-hmm. and light up and give all she has to someone else. And, and that is just so much fun. Cause you just see Jesus. Like, it's mm-hmm. just like Jesus lands and mm-hmm. goes, you know? And so it's just amazing to me to watch that and how she builds relationships with people and makes them feel like they're number one, no matter what, you know? And so, I mean, we've had so many stories. We have funny stories from Nicaragua, like hysterical. <laughs> funny you can't see, you guys can't we see Monica's face, share, but probably we cannot podcast, share, but we, we are still shooting for the PG. So, you know. <laughs> so, um, We'll, we'll stick to that. And so, but we also have those times of like seeing miracles happen in Nicaragua mm-hmm. and providing things for people that they never praying with people together and just watching each other do that. I mean, it's just one thing after another. And even, you know, now that we've been on staff together and working together, cause I was in children's ministry for a while. I mean, just the things that she does and how she serves our people are incredible. Mm-hmm. And people have no clue. No clue. See, I was going to say the same thing about Brandy because Brandy served on the NRN board. So mm. she even knows over, over encompassing, man, that's not a word, but when I just made one up, you make, you make up, make up <laughs> words. They words up, they're real. Things, things that are going on that people don't even know about. And so when she hits the ground, she knows she's already got it in her mind. Things I need these things to happen while I'm here without it looking like I'm just trying to take care of some business. Mm. (laughs) And I know everyone I come in contact with, I know their story. I know their name. I know their need. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to meet the need and I'm trying to get it done. And I know what needs to happen. Mm -hmm. And I I need at most to love these people like Jesus loves these people. Mm. And you can see it when she's walking around. You can see it when she's interacting. You can see it when she's doing things. Um, just, just loving on the people there. Yeah. Um, and we've been in so many different capacities <laughs> so many. that you, but you can see that throughout any of those, any of those trips that we take, whether it's a student trip mm-hmm. or a kid's trip mm-hmm. or a medical trip yeah, medical. or a special needs trip. Yeah. All of wow. them. We've been on all of um, them. <laughs> that is the, that is the thing that she wants to do the most is love people like Jesus mm-hmm. loves people first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. and see how we can serve them while we're there. Um, that's probably one of my biggest heartbreaks right now is that we're not getting yeah. to do that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. super hard. Yeah. yeah. That's our favorite place to serve together, though. Yeah, without it is a doubt. our favorite place. Without a doubt. Yeah, we got so many stories. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, so, many, so many things get elevated in serving and through missions, right? Mm-hmm. What... How has that, how has that um, grown your friendship, getting to do that together? Like, how has it impacted your friendship? Mm-hmm. It just, it just makes it better, you know, because we have one more thing that we can do together mm-hmm. with. And it's, it's, you know, we've walked hard times in Nicaragua too. It hadn't always been like, oh, right. Yeah, I mean, no you know, we've had hard things happen there, but um, 
Yeah, I don't know if I'm answering the question quite well. well I think there's a difference too, and we pour each other, we pour ourselves out for each other. Mm-hmm. But when you pour yourselves out together for somebody yeah. else, mm-hmm. there's a difference there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when we're there, mm-hmm. especially on the the trip that we've run so many times together, which mm-hmm. is the camp fun trip in December, it is literally from the time your feet hit the floor mm-hmm. until the time you crawl in the bed at night, and it's like maybe five hours of sleep every night. Mm-hmm. So you're going. Yeah, going hard. 19 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Um, to do the math right? Probably <laughs> okay. We don't. And, and so you're, you're like moving. We don't do right? math on this podcast, so you're fine. <laughs> you're moving all the time. Yeah. And so you literally are pouring out what you do not have. So you mm-hmm. know that there's only one way you're getting it. And that's because mm-hmm. Jesus is putting it in. Right. And then you're just pouring it right out. And mm-hmm. when you're doing that together mm-hmm. and I'm exhausted and then Brandy fills in my hole and then mm-hmm. Brandy's exhausted and I fill yeah. in her hole. Mm-hmm. It's different. You're yeah. ju- it's just different. And when you see the impact you're making when you're mm-hmm. serving, when you're serving together, yeah. especially mm-hmm. and you're filling in the gaps for each other, mm-hmm. there's just a difference there. Yeah, there is. There's just a difference there. Yeah, I, I feel like it's sort of like a wham bam that God can do, you know? Yeah. And, um, and just because we're being obedient to what he's called us to do. No it's doubt. nothing that we are doing anything special or different than anybody else. It's right. just we're doing what he's asked us to do. You know? And I think, too, when you serve with your friends, your your friends, you already know what their gifts and skills are. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they know what yours are. So it's almost like you're watching a machine yeah. run at its finest. Mm-hmm. You know where to step in and you know where to step back yeah. and let somebody else. Yeah. Because you already know where the gifts and skills mm-hmm. are. Yeah. And so it just runs so yeah. so smoothly. Mm-hmm. And I remember there's been times where I've looked at Monica and been like, I need you yeah. to go do this because I can't. You, you don't, know. but there, you don't even have to say yes. that because like, I can just the read little it on eye, the little eye language. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is so dumb. But for instance, when we finally get back and eat, yes, I can't eat meat off the bone. <laughs> it makes me want to um, vomit. So when we get back on the night that they make fried chicken, yeah, yeah, the chicken Brandy the just goes through and gets my plate, and then she takes all the meat off the bone. <laughs> That's it, so good. And gives me the plate with the meat on it, so I don't have to see the bone. See it or think about it. That is serving me while we are in the garage. Oh, so, my gosh. That's awesome. So that actually segues into my next question, strangely. <laughs> okay. Because, because just listening to your story and like watching the, the progression of it, right? Like there's a, there is a regional, you know, uh, Texas has a lot of different places, right? Like just about any type of place you want to go, Texas has an option for that. Right. But the regions of Texas are distinctly different and East Texas is a distinctly different place. And you, you, you guys had that connection before you had even met mm-hmm. and yet, and God used that right? right for Monica, for you to, to feel comfortable to be in that group in the first place where Brandy is the mother, right? <laughs> Brandy's the mother of the group, right? And you guys have walked hard things yeah. out together. You trust yeah. each other. And so when you go on the, in the field, in the mission field to serve together, right? that all of that that God has done has ordained the the divine appointment that he made for you guys to meet 
and grow together in community is on display, mm. right? right? Like yes. brand, Brandy's, you know, I remember when my mom picked the chicken off the bone for me, right? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> right? And that's not a bad thing. Like, I'm not saying that in a bad way. Like, like she, is. She, she knows you so well. Like mm-hmm. she's, and she loves you so deeply that mm-hmm. she wants to help you yeah. not experience things that are going to make you gag or vomit, right? <laughs> and, and that's just what we do. But all of those things come together in that, you know, I just, I look at it that way, right? All of those things come together in a moment like that, where you're serving on in a different field away from home, mm-hmm. where God's like, everything is in his hand. Literally, everything is quite literally in his hands to be used. Yeah. Um, and, mm-hmm. e- you know, even that moment, right? So what <clears throat> what do you, like, where does it go? <laughs> how does it, how does it get deeper? How does it, how does it get better? Like what, what are you guys currently building on mm-hmm. in your relationship? Um, I think right now for me, Monica still fishing me in areas that are hard for me. Mm-hmm. to be to be real to let go to to help me understand what i i need in a different way um um it's you know there's lots of different little things but for that i just think it's just a continuation of what we've been doing yep. and then also just asking god like god what do you have for us next mm-hmm. what do you because i believe god put us together for a reason to serve him, mm-hmm. to love each other, build community, realize what we need through that, but also to serve him. And so, I mean, who would have ever thought that, you know, me leaving a message, her coming to a group that so many years later, we would be serving in Nicaragua together. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, country would never dream that. I right. mean, and even things in the city we've done together, it's like, I never dreamed that that's where God would bring us to. So who the heck knows what's next? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I mean, I think for us, it's just continuing to be real and honest with each other, communicating, talking. I mean, we're going through different seasons right now. I mean, you know, she has a senior, you know, different things like that. It's a whole nother step of her way. She's about to be an empty nester. I don't know if you want me to say that or not. But, yes. You know, um, <laughs> have a little bit more time of that. So, you know, we know new seasons are coming mm. and what those look like. We don't know yet, but we know that we're going to we're going to be there. We're not going anywhere. It's yeah. just going to get better, you know, whatever yeah. God gives us next. I would say same. I think that Brandy always stretches me and she'll come in and she'll just be talking to me and then she'll ask a silly question and then she'll ask a real one, like a mm. really deep one. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that because <laughs> maybe I don't want to question myself in that way because it's going to make me, it'll call me to the table yeah. on mm. something. Or <laughs> call me out on something <laughs> more likely, um, and and she'll do it really easily, just like it's natural conversation because she knows me and she knows where my heart is, and then she also knows where my um, my disobedient heart is, mm. and she does it very easily, but not in a judgmental way. Mm. Um, and so then I'll, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have to really think about that and work work on that one. And she's always doing that. And so I think that's true. I think that when you first asked the question, I was like, I don't know. We're going to have to see where God is taking us because (laughs) he's taken us on such a great journey so far Mm -hmm. that there's no way he's going to end the journey 
now. Right. You know? mm-hmm. When we're fixing to get all this time. Right. Right. What's going to happen next? You know, I, literally know. in the next five years, we're going to have a lot more time. Yeah. So there's going to be something amazing that he has planned for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. I agree. And I think it's different when you look, when you're, your friendships, you can look at that and say, wow, yeah, what can we do next for God? Yeah. You know, what, what can we be obedient about next? Right. God, mm-hmm. what do you have for us? And we, we ask those questions. So, because that's why we're here, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and I think good. that, I don't think that either one of us are really afraid to ask that no, question. No, we're not. We're not. Not at all. It's He's good. come through for us so many times, yeah. every single time. Yeah. He's so good to us. And we kind of yeah. have each other to lean back on. So, mm-hmm doesn't really scare us. Yeah. That's awesome. So I last question. Um, how do you think your journey with, with Jesus has changed because he brought you two together? Oh, wow. My parents, um, had an incredible group of community. Like it was amazing. And I have ladies and gentlemen, who helped raise me um, that my parents were friends with. So I knew what community looked like, but the church really wasn't a whole big part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so until I met Brandy and, and got hooked into that group, that was not a part. It was not a part of it at all. Um, so Brandy being loving Jesus as much as she does um, really taught me what loving Jesus looked like Hmm. Um, and how she talked about how her family grew up and um, exhibited that and lived it kind of set the example for me Hmm. about how Jesus was the center of what community should look like. And that's good. It kind of flipped it for me. Hmm. Um, because I knew community was important, but I yeah. didn't really understand. I right. don't think that Jesus was the center of that mm-hmm. until I met B. Yeah. I think for me, it was me just seeing Monica go all in. And then that made me want to go in more deeper mm-hmm. with God and our conversations that we would have and different yeah. things like that. It would just be like, wow, there's more. Wow, there's more. Mm-hmm. God. You know, and I think that. Monica pushed me to be, wow, there's more God. What mm-hmm. else? You know? And she she helped me become something that I wouldn't be today. Mm-hmm. Um, through everything we've been through, she has just pushed me and asked me those hard questions too. But I've seen God work through her to get me to be more in awe of him. Mm-hmm. That's so good. That's awesome. Well, um, I, I don't think I can let this go without, without, like, there's got to be a one funny, appropriate story you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's got to be one. There's got to be one funny and appropriate story that you can tell <laughs> to close this out. Like, what's the? <laughs> I wish you could. See, I wish they could see our faces right now. Oh my. Um. <laughs> I get so many, but I don't There's know. There's so many that involve our kids that we should probably not tell. That's one rule we said we can't talk about our kids. I get in I trouble mean, for stuff like that all the time, as you might 
expect. As I might understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we, we do stuff that's sort of a little crazy. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I can't sell that one. <laughs> I can't sell that one. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see here. <laughs> do you, do, I don't know. Have you heard me tell one, Jason? Oh no! I mean, I mean, I'm sure that I have heard heard you tell you, one, but you heard me, Abby. Birthday party stories. We have all kinds of stuff, but you know. Ugh. <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> we'll just end there. it. We'll, we'll just end it there. I won't. I won't make. I won't belabor it. I won't make you. Uh, well, you know us. Come hang out with us. <laughs> we did dress up that one Halloween. I was Lucille Ball. Oh, yeah, that was New Year's Eve. Yeah, it's New Year's Eve. It was New Year's Eve. That was fun. You were not. You were Dorothy. I was was Dorothy. Oh yeah, she was Lucille. (laughs) I was Lucille Ball, and I had red glitter shoes. That's why I was Dorothy because I wanted the red glitter shoes. (laughs) I mean, Brandy was Dorothy. Yeah, I was Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. And there, and there it ends. And we won't tell any of the other parts. (laughs) (laughs) Can't tell any. But we looked the part though. We went down to Lucy in Disguise downtown. We got our outfits. <laughs> that was also that was a trip. If you, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, we did. It just hanging out with us is just kind of crazy. It That's just, all you can say. Yeah, I mean, you know, like the other day we're at the domain and that man walked by and he was bleeding. Remember that? Brandy tried to chase a man down in the domain. <laughs> Mothering, she's mothering again. <laughs> he was walking very fast and he was bleeding, but in a random way. <laughs> but he was like running from the scene of a crime. Is what he looked like. And Brandy was concerned and she was trying to chase him down to give him a band aid. And I said, Brandy, what if, if you can't tell, Brandy is the mother and I'm the protector. <laughs> I'll protect in certain times, in certain ways. But not yes. if I'm in the crowd. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's knowing each other's gifts, right? There like you, you talked go. about before. Yeah, she goes first. <laughs> there you go. I said, stop. You can't. You don't need to give that man a band aid. <laughs> the- then we saw blood on the ground. We had to follow the trail. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who aren't See, from, just a Saturday for us. <laughs> yeah, for the for those of you who aren't from Austin, the domain is our outdoor okay. mall here. Say that one, Tom. <laughs> She does ask the random questions. She asks her things like, "I wonder how much the baby Jesus weighs." <laughs> One summer, Brandy Brandy was working for the student ministry staff at Four Points yeah. when Four Points had its own little campus, yeah. and she had the interns set up a Twitter account called B Bar Says. Yeah, they did it, and I didn't know it, and she didn't know it. <laughs> And they would tweet out her quotes. It's still out there in the world to we see. Have to and they would be like right something like, I wonder how much the baby Jesus weighs. <laughs> or, y'all, I could really eat a Baconator right now. <laughs> or, I mean, I who couldn't? Or, or, y'all, I think I could, I think I want a pickle. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> So before- and I found out about it because we took the interns to camp and they were tweeting out on the bus as we drove the kids to camp. And I said, what are y'all doing? You're not supposed to have your phones. What are y'all doing? And they said, we can't put our phones away yet because we're tweeting what B-Bar says. And I said, oh my gosh, I'll let you keep your phones if you promise to let me know what she's saying on Twitter. Some of it might not be appropriate, but 
Oh, we did it. Are you looking it up? So, I have it. It's fantastic. It will make your whole day. So on really September 29th, 2014, at 9.14 a.m., y'all, at some point in your life, you need to put on some lip plumper. <laughs> yeah, lip plumper. <laughs> lip plumper. That is this so This is just good. us every day. <laughs> so good. It's so yeah, good. There you Be- go. Before we started this recording... We were joking that Monica's East Texas accent comes out more when she hangs out with Brandy. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we're very thick. Yeah, thick. <laughs> <laughs> so many ways. Oh, well, on that note, we'll we'll say goodbye. Thank, thank you, ladies, for joining us this week. Um, it was a it was a pleasure to hear your story, and we're just excited that uh, God's continuing to work and move. And uh, amen. You know, we'll have you back sometime to talk yeah. about. You know, the the next adventures. Yeah, for sure. We have them. (laughs) Every day, right? Every day. (laughs) All right. Thank you, ladies. Thank y'all.